This episode of the Nerd Corporation podcast may contain spoilers and explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, nerds. This is Waco, and you're listening to the Nerd Corp podcast because you know what's worth listening to. Bye. We are the Nerd Corporation. What up, everybody? It's podcast day. My name is Eddie Lyon, a.k.a. Mr. Bleecker Street. With me, as always, Cole Simper. Genders are a made-up term made by big, big bathroom. Big to gender. sell more fucking bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> we can get them to buy two in each area. It's pretty fucking brilliant once you think about it, isn't it? <laughs> get your mind thinking. We're just all one gender. Right. Derek Reese. Things just got out of hand. They did. Yeah, I hope you guys know that you're going to be doing a lot of fucking explaining in, in yeah. this episode. Oh, we got we got you. We, we got, got some explaining to do. And Angela Wooden. <laughs> Nick is out with the mud butt. But we are the Nerd Corporation. Welcome to episode 158. Illuma Waddy? Illuminati. Hmm. <laughs> We're going to be talking about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. We're going to talk about what we liked about it, what we didn't like, uh, what other people didn't like, just everything that encompassed this movie. But first, let's get on with the nerd news. So... Discovery pulled the plug on the Wonder Twins movie. Boo. Because they, I forgot what it was. I'm sure it's just another case of executives going, I don't know who they are, so no one else will. And, and it, it's, it's something to that effect. Like I knew it. It's, but it's, it, it has, there's like more, there's more to it. So the article is from Giant Freaking Robot. According to The Hollywood Reporter, the project was on the chopping block several weeks ago as a casualty of the newly minted Warner Brothers Discovery Partnership. It forms part of David Saslov's mandate that DC movies should be developed within a, with a theatrical first goal. The Wonder Twins was said to be too niche for mainstream mm-hmm. audience and was subsequently scrapped. The move also follows the CEO's pledge to cut around $3 billion in costs as part of the merger. Jesus. The HBO movie (sighs) reportedly carried a budget of $75 million. Unlike the Wonder Twins, Saslov wants HBO Max original films to stick to budgets of $35 million. What? In what fucking world? (laughs) And first of all, you know what else was niche? Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. So... Which you is know, like one of my most favorite like it's, franchises. I mean, it's one of, of most Marvel. people's favorites. Yeah, Look, you know, I, I can tell. Like, like, come on, take I a can, fucking chance. Don't be a pussy. I can see where they're coming from, but it's exactly that. You're just you're being a pussy. The decision was made as higher budget offerings didn't bring in enough cash slash subscribers, and projects with a lower cost seemed to retain streaming customers just fine. Meanwhile, theatrical movies attracted new people in truckloads, with The Batman raking in huge numbers for streamer following its cinematic run. 
they're like nobody knows who the fucking Wonder Twins are. No one's gonna fucking watch yeah, it. It's but just they had a they had their own TV show. They had their own cartoon. Mm-hmm. They had their fucking the My comic books. Well, and, and think about think about how many people are at the point where like so people that grew up with that shit right. All of those people have a truckload of kids now. Right. Like, you're not getting one ticket sale. You're getting five ticket sales. You know what I mean? At the least. Like, like per group of people of anybody that knows about these characters. Twelve if you live in Utah. Well, and you're also, like, alienating your, like, existing fan base by saying they're, like, that... a like of or an interest of theirs is too niche. Right. But like, that's, that's what the problem is, is that they don't, they don't trust their fan base. They don't think their fan base knows anything or has any attachment to any of this. They're just looking at it as cold, hard studio executives that don't have any personal connection to the content, to the characters, to the stories. And so they are, I, I think that, you know, they've been in that state for so long that they go, well, clearly no one could possibly care about these because I don't. My brother in Christ, why does Marvel work the way that it does? It's because they all put in the fucking work to get these fucking characters on the screen and create a believable fucking universe. This is a very, very, listen, listen, listen. This is a very rare instance where I'm going to give Marvel a fucking W because it just fucking works. I was thinking about it today when I was watching a fucking recap of the first Doctor Strange movie because I've never seen it. And so I was watching, you know, all the shit that was happening. And then, you know, they kind of really condensed the whole Thanos thing down to like a five minute portion of this video. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, God damn, there is so much happening in this one fucking five minute segment of this clip. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's like, nah, dude, that was years upon years upon years of movie making. And it's like, you really, you like, I can talk shit about Marvel all fucking day, but you really have to fucking respect the fact that like they have this insane formula that just fucking works and i don't understand why they're not other fucking companies other fucking uh ip management that is not taking every fucking step and writing down every fucking yeah. move that marvel and disney makes because it makes fucking money right i like, don't get it like they're so fucking wrapped up in being the anti-marvel mm-hmm. that they're losing sight of how the fuck this well, works the results are the anti-marvel too <laughs> right the fucking proof is in the goddamn dc um, pudding. i just think it's crazy and that's it like the you know angela had the perfect fucking example the guardians of the galaxy i had mm-hmm. no fucking idea about any of this shit and and i didn't have any idea about any of these fucking plot points that they're going with like with thor him going on this like weird fucking love revolution thing that he's doing like fucking well, free love 70s thing that he's doing or i guess it's more 80s you know what i mean like it's it's fucking weird well but and, people are gonna go see it and what what i was gonna say on the back of of what you said earlier cole was like that's that's the thing marvel trusts their fans and I was going to say they're willing to take risks, but I kind of don't feel like they do take risks. It's that they take characters, whether they're well-known or not, and, and craft them. a good fucking yeah. story behind them. Like, Absolutely. There is no, to me, like in terms of Marvel, there is no script that doesn't have some sort of really nice touch to it, whether or not the language is flowery and intelligent uh, in terms of the dialogue 
it's witty or it's, you know, like they they're every script is just so well done in one way or another. And uh, again, DC is the anti Marvel in that, too. Well, and see, and that's the thing I love about Marvel movies as a whole is not only do they cater to the nerd in me, the comic book nerd or the the comic book lover in me, but it also it also attracts the moviegoer in me mm-hmm. because even if these weren't comic book movies, even if these weren't based off of existing superheroes, these are good movies. They're movies. They're entertaining. They're entertaining. They're entertaining Yeah. So I actually had this conversation with somebody, uh, a good friend of mine at work the other day, and we were talking about how Marvel movies aren't superhero movies. That's the vehicle, like that's the backdrop, but they're action adventure movies. They're an Indiana Jones movie. They're like fantasy. Yeah, they're they all drama. They're fan service. They're they're... all the same tropes that you see in all of these other genres. It's just with, you know, that superhero template laid over the top of it. Mm -hmm. And so that's I think that's what works so, so well about it. They're they're bringing that content to a familiar space Mm -hmm. instead of trying to be bring people from that familiar space into something that they're not familiar with or comfortable with. And it, this is what makes them also immune to backlash, at least from, from like, like legitimate fans of the content for them to go off book. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like for them to create brand new stories and it be okay because these things are, are entertainment on top of everything. Yeah, it's still well done, regardless of any deviation from the actual content. Because no Marvel movie has been a one-on-one oh, to no. the books. Like, there's always really? some deviation. There's always some, like, uh, exception that they had to take because it wouldn't I mean, translate just, to the Even movie. just costuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even just costuming. Like, there, there's never been a one-to-one, you know, uh, Marvel movie. But... Like just seeing these characters come to life and having a good story behind them is fucking great because there was like a Nick Fury movie with fucking David Hasselhoff in yes, the 80s and that movie was hot trash. <laughs> no bro. Shit. That movie was garbage. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, and like there has been she bad, was. there has been bad Marvel movies. Right, right. Like I can, I mean, most of them, like the, 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 them were made by other people. Yeah, the, yeah. But. Like I, I was going to say, like the entire Fox owned. Franchise. Yeah. <laughs> um. However, Sony's always hit or miss. How? Yeah. However, when like given the correct amount of care. Oh yeah. They have really done well. And and it it's so it pisses me off because it isn't like the Wonder Twins haven't been out of the like public eye since the seventies cartoon. You know what I mean? Like they were. In the Flash, by name, they were on Teen Titans Go. They were on, you know, Smallville. Like, it's not out of the realm of possibility that this could have worked. Well, and, like, as a very casual, like, enjoyer of superhero-centered 
media, I guess. Like, I know who the Wonder Twins are. Like, they're referenced in, like, a ton of media that I've consumed. Like, one that comes to mind is that 70s show. Mm -hmm. They had they had that one episode where I think it was Eric and Donna were mm -hmm. the Wonder Twins, you know? Right. So, I mean, they were a, a staple of media. Mm -hmm. They have been a staple of media. The fucking right. Wonder Twin powers mm -hmm. activate. Whole fucking Ginyu Force mm -hmm. fucking deal. That's Wonder what, Twins. What came first? Wonder, Wonder Twins. Twins. Wonder oh, yeah. Twins, yeah, because Wonder Twins came out in 77. So mm. if Dragon Ball came out before then, then maybe. I think Dragon Ball was early 80s. Yeah, so yeah, Wonder Twins. The anime was. I don't know about. Because Wonder Twins came out as a cartoon first and was added into the, the DC Comic. universe yeah. like after, but. That that whole movement, that's all the fusion dance. Yeah, yeah the and, fusion. and that's the thing to me is like people don't even like. Yes, they are a part of the pop culture. People know them, but even if people don't know them, that doesn't mean you can't make a good, exciting, enticing movie that people want to watch mm -hmm. about them. Like that, Guardians of the Galaxy again proved that mm -hmm. you can bring characters that people aren't familiar with, exactly. and if it's interesting if it grabs people's attention it doesn't fucking matter if even, they knew them even our subjects of the day like dr strange is out yeah. there not a lot of people knew who the fuck doctor not a movie goer anyway or, yeah or like so, maybe in passing they knew who he was what the f but as someone who's completely ignorant on the wonder twins like i know of them but i don't know anything about them what what could you do with them though? Like, cause this well, this sounds like a Justice <clears throat> League esque. Well, I mean, it, it what this sounds like is like a genuine lack of confidence in terms of like what can we do with these characters. Like, I'm not saying that it can't happen. Right. I'm mm -hmm. just saying that I don't think there's anyone over there mm -hmm. in charge of writing. Mm -hmm. Like that they can find some for some sort of fucking like the script had to have been bad, right? Like it had that to was have been. the main right. thing. Well, I mean. So the Wonder Twins are two alien siblings that come down to Earth, right? Like, save the world. They they do the, the fusion dance or whatever, and that's how they activate their powers. Mm -hmm. So, and, and the powers are a little out of this world. Like, they're a little silly, but they, you know, mm -hmm. one of them can turn into any animal they want, and the other one can turn themselves into any state of liquid. Mm-hmm. Like I can see, like trying to get that might be a little uh, tricky. So, but but what do you do though? Do you make it gritty, like their successful movies, or do you make I it like, like campy and fun, like their shitty movies? I'd make say, it. I would make say it campy and fun. I would say campy and fun, right? And like just off the top of my head, I would say make it like a brother and sister Hardy Boys. Yeah, like like a mystery Ooh. song. Yeah. There's clue. Raging clue. But like boom, right there, that's a movie so many people would go to see. So many families and kids would go to see. Exactly. So that is why we at the Nerd Corporation have given Discovery Media Nerdcorp L of the Week. Shame on you. Did you see that thing about Kojima and Norman Reedus hanging out and uh, yeah Norman Reedus basically just said that Death Stranding 2 is fucking happening well, which I'm so bummed about because that could have been such a cool game to just leave you know what I mean mm -hmm. like yeah no I just it would have been that. a great game to leave and never ever go back to again <laughs> it's funny that you say that because the second I get my fucking Steam Deck 
I'm putting that bitch on. There. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so fucking excited, dude. How do you feel about them calling the Steam Deck the Switch Killer? He agrees with Pretty that. fucking accurate. Yeah. But, I, so. I mean, there's a reason why you should own a Switch. Zelda, Mario. Mm-hmm. Like, but I, I will tell you that, oh, bro, I could go for fucking, I could go for hours. But technically, yes. You could apps if someone said that, yes, I would totally fucking agree. I could you could literally put every single fucking video game known to man on that fucking thing and take it anywhere. Jesus. Anywhere that you want to go. And not only that, dude, there's like there's so many fu- and I know I told you I wasn't gonna go on a tangent, but I'm fucking dude. I don't think I've ever been so excited for a piece of tech ever in my life. Like I the second I get that fucking thing, like I'm taking time off. Like, I'm throwing fucking everything in it. Like, I am so fucking stupid <laughs> excited for this shit, dude. All right. So, my bit of nerd news has to do with Le Punisher. Oh, that's right. Yes. So, again, Giant Freaking Robot is reporting. So, you know, they are saying that a quote-unquote trusted source has confirmed... <laughs> That there is an R-rated Punisher movie currently in development at Marvel. Fuck yeah. Now, that being said, their scoop did not confirm whether or not John Bernthal would be returning to the role. No John Bernthal, no bye. Honestly. You know, I don't give a fuck about John Bernthal personally. Like that R-rating? may be a hot that may be a hot take. It might it is. No, but, no, like, I, I see what you're I mean, saying. I don't hate him. I don't like He's fine. I just I couldn't care less. Like, I feel like anybody with a similar build who's super good at scowling could do it. I, 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 I think I think <laughs> I, I see where you're coming from as well, Eddie, but I think the R rating is more is more good news than anything. If you like, if you give John Burns all that fucking movie, he's gonna fucking nail He's it. gonna kill it. And I mean, fa- yeah. that's what the fans want too. So like I it would it would make sense for him to be there, but I just I I just think that like it would be fine if John Bernthal returns, but I wouldn't immediately be turned off if he didn't whoever it is that did end up in the role you know i i would look at that case by case and then maybe be turned off by it you know <laughs> like speaking on that though like if it wasn't john bernthal i think tom hardy would make a dope best oh yeah okay. for sure okay yeah. for sure mm-hmm. i don't know who else i would personally like nobody comes to mind off the top of my head patrick stewart yes <laughs> Um, Patrick Stewart can play anybody. By the way, in that same voice, and it and it won't matter. Just because he was brought up, like this is has to do with Doctor Strange. But when he's in Wanda's head, I, I saw a meme um, where it said, <laughs> uh, "Professor X out here looking like he's selling iPhones." He's <laughs> <laughs> got the turtleneck and everything. Oh my god! The white background and everything. <laughs> heavy rolling. Anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, and it, it makes total sense, though, that they would bring John Bernthal back. I mean, Charlie Cox is coming back. Um, Vincent D'Onofrio is coming back. Like, I, It's going to be him. I don't see, unless there was a specific reason not to, I don't see them making casting changes with all of these properties that were so well received. Maybe just don't do anything else with Iron Fist if you're going to go the same route. Well, but see, that one has a reason. <laughs> so what uh, what is uh, the Punisher's reason uh, for existing? 
or like for, for being the for Punisher. being for being who he is. What's what's his bats? So his Batman, you know what I mean. His his family was killed. He was he was this ex military dude, and so his his family was murdered um, as a, like a punishment for him. And so uh, and so he's like, well, now like I have really nothing to live for, and I don't have anything holding me back, so I'm just gonna fucking kill all the bad. Guys. The John Barenthal one was uh, Netflix, right? Yes. Right. That's the one where he's like in court, and he's like, and I I'll do it again. I mm-hmm. fucking loved it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and yeah, I kind of want to watch that because it seemed that it was good. It's so good. He basically turns into Ken Jeong. Oh, fuck me, I fuck you, and and just goes off, dude. Some of my favorite <laughs> Punisher comic books are him and Spider Man. No shit. Yeah, him they and were... Spider Man are like the buddy cop. Yeah. Like, well, and I liked it experience. on the the cartoon as well. Like, yeah, it yeah. was. I mean, obviously, it wasn't like Punisher. Punisher, you know, is Punisher like a seventies or an eighties thing? No, I mean, he's. I think he's been around. Jimmy, will you look up when Punisher came out? I can't help but like uh, to connect it to Max Payne because that's it literally exactly what Max Payne is. Yeah, so like I, the family nin- and everything. 1974 was when he was first introduced, and he was first introduced in Spider-Man. Yeah, but like it was it was great in the cartoon, but of course he wasn't able to be his most Punisher self. Yeah, but it was still cool. It was still a lot of fun. I honestly. I love this that this is a thing because that means that we can have Tom Holland and whoever they decide is Punisher and like it it's one of those things dude it's 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 like the Wolverine and his and and like in Old Man Logan the whole you know adult oh, yeah. and kid relationship but mm-hmm. like he's like the serious like mad killer and of course Spider-Man's is like you know Kratos. you know what I would dig the shit out of just sort of like a, a a movie with like a menage a trois of like trying to catch each other, like Spider-Man, Punisher, and Venom. And all of them are just constantly trying to fuck each other over and get each other. Like, I think that would be fucking brilliant. It's, 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 there are so many possibilities bringing, oh, yeah. bringing the Punisher to the big screen. So I, I think that's a massive win. But yeah, so that's my, uh, my nerd news. Hell yeah. Sweet. Before we get into the subject of the hour, if you're listening on YouTube, please don't forget to like, share, comment, subscribe, hit the bell notification. We want to beat the algorithm and get into as many nerdy ears as possible. So help us out with that. Also, we have merch. Go to tpublic.com and search the Nerd Corporation. Get a bunch of stuff with our logo on it. Show it off to us and we might give you a little uh, something, something to uh, thank you. Yeah, and Eddie designed some cool shit, so. Thanks. Yeah. Just recently, we've put the NWO on notice that it is a Nerd World Order. Get your Nerd World Order uh, t-shirts, mugs, tapestries, panties, dildos, uh, (laughs) butt plugs, all of them, all of them. Get yours today. Cock cages. Yes. Yes. Fucking cock cages. Yeah. (laughs) The fucking uh, chastity belts. Yeah. (laughs) Who the fuck? Also, if you love us and want to support what we do, subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Podcast. Several tiers of loot to have access to from stickers and shirts to extra content and bonus episodes. If you can't make a monthly contribution, consider supporting us on PayPal, paypal.me forward slash Podcast. We want to have the best loot, give the best giveaways, and give you the best nerdy experience, and that is the best way to do that. So... Without further ado, 
Doctor Strange in the motherfucking multiverse of madness, bro. What a fucking cool movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, my little nerd heart was exploding throughout that entire <laughs> fucking movie, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, Dude, I, and it was such a Sam Raimi, like, amazing, oh wonderful... Unapologetically like, oh, his God, fucking movie. Yeah. Damn, dude. Like, honestly, dude, like, that movie is such a love letter to the evil dead. It was. Oh, yeah. It was <laughs> yeah. God, like, bro. I would have been sick to my stomach if they didn't have that end credit scene I, yeah like, that yeah. was so beautiful yeah i i think sam raimi just doesn't lose his touch dude no like i like i know i give the sam raimi spider-man movies a lot of shit but and like, they deserve it yeah but i mean like you know he he has a charm about him when he makes moves like you can you you're immediately able to tell when it's a Sam Raimi movie. Like See, I felt like with the Spider-Man movies, you didn't feel that, though. I feel like he was, like, really restricted. There was a lot of, yeah, it's there I was think, a yeah. lot of interference with yeah. fucking Marvel. I, I, well, I don't really say Marvel. Probably well, Sony. Yeah, like yeah, Sony. It, like, there was, and he's on record saying, especially with number three, the one that everyone fucking hates. The worst like, one. Yeah, the worst one. Uh, that's subjective. But they say, you know, he's in an interview saying, like, hey, this is the one that was, like, I'm never fucking touching Spider-Man again. Because like they really fucked me on this, yeah. Subjected my ass. Anyway, I know. Um, <laughs> fucking elite as fuck. <laughs> no. Uh, so with that being said, I think we should talk about why people hated this so much. And I think like a lot of it stems from Sam Raimi and yeah. his like type of uh, his style. Yeah. So this is, this is what I wanted to say. I. I'm a, a very passive fan of Raimi, uh, Raimi, Rami, Raimi, Raimi. Um, I fucking love the evil dead. Me I too. really, Ugh. really love the evil dead. I'm kind of on, you know, record as saying that I really love the Spider-Man movies and I do, but it's not necessarily because it's Sam Raimi. It's because they're like of their time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's not like a, and I, you know, like. I think that the second movie is a genuinely really good fucking movie. And speed Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that that's probably the one that he should be the most proud of. But uh, did you see uh, Drag Me to Hell? No. I don't think so. It's okay. It's not his best. It's very it's very uh, cultish and uh, spooky dooky and like all that shit that mm. is all over this fucking movie. Like, spooky dooky. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a synonym for scary shit. <laughs> like timey-wimey. Yeah. To me, this was like less spooky dooky i guess mm -hmm. <laughs> and and more like i mean it was it was a lot more sort of those old school evil dead roots you know mm -hmm. where like it was a little uncomfortable it was like right out there in your face like to me like spooky dookie is like the the old horror trope of having things happen off screen and you hear it but like you don't really know what's happening, you're you're just having to envision it. Yeah. And this was not that. <laughs> like no, you like the what we were saying earlier about taking risks. You want to know a fucking risk mm -hmm. is giving Sam Raimi that fucking madman. Oh yeah. This and give him like the 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 capabilities to go narratively where he does is fucking incredible. Like this, that when I say that this is unapologetically his fucking right. movie, there is very very little amount of the shit of Marvel that I don't like, and there is way way more of 
of rainy shit all fucking over these. Well, like specifically fucking like almost shot for fucking shot. <laughs> some of his fucking like his women covered in blood chasing yeah. someone yeah. down a hallway yep. skit. That, well, so that's where I was like, this is a fucking Sam Raimi. Yeah, well, and like it's, it's very Harry. this like Doctor Strange is like the perfect character to have done that with because of all of the occult and mm-hmm. magic stuff and all of that. Like they could not like I feel like they absolutely picked Sam Raimi specifically for this project because of who Dr. Strange is yeah. and who Sam yeah. Raimi is. I, I was going to say anybody else, <laughs> give me anybody else no. that would have done no way. with this story that they were trying to tell any fucking one else. Yeah, absolutely not. Couldn't have done it. So with that, we'd like to introduce a new segment called Hose Man. Ho's mad. Uh, we're, Boy, are they. And so this is a new segment of the show where we're going to talk about people being butthurt, you know, with people just going, my pussy hurts. Ho's Be- mad. You know, because of something or because of another thing that happened in, in, in a movie or any kind of media that really isn't a big deal. Mm. It really isn't. It's first world problems. It really is. It really is. So this movie... Of course, isn't the natural order of things as far as Marvel is concerned. Uh, mm-hmm. right? You know, we've got a little more. I don't want to say gore because it's not gory. It's dark. It's, it's hard to explain. It's it's dark. It's unsettling. It's, it's unsettling. That's the best way. Yes, it's unsettling. Like when Wanda has like a, a fucking <laughs> blood crazed look in her eyes and she's chasing someone. Well, and she has like a uh, like, like a, a grudge ish moment where she yeah. like unfolds. It, more of a Pennywise actually, where she like unfolds oh herself. My yeah, God, yeah. Bro. When she's coming out of the fucking portal. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. shit was like I was like fucking yeah. hot being up my yeah, fucking like hand deep this- in the popcorn. Dude, that was a cool fucking yeah, This movie. whole thing is meant to take you out of being comfortable and to, you know, really sort of exploit that that magic, that cult, that darkness, and, and just really make everyone just not okay. Like, just well, it's, unsettled. It's almost kind of like as if... To have a compelling villain, you need to have compelling reasons on why they are doing what they're fucking doing. Mm -hmm. And why this movie fucking works so well for me is because Wanda actually fucking takes care of business. She doesn't fucking beat around the bush or anything. She's just like, I understand that you're a whole bunch of sorcerers in this like castle fucking thing, but I don't care. I'm going to seduce one of them and tell him to run away. And your whole fucking operation is done. And then I'm going to murder you. And that's what she fucking does. Like, I know I'm getting ahead of myself here, but like the fact that like, that we like we are actually killing fucking characters and not only that like yeah. in brutal fucking ways the 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 the, the tuning for, fork guy which is <laughs> fucking tuning fucking, fork guy fucking tuning fork, fork? i'm oh, sorry for fuck's sake big l that guy he might as re- he might as well replace that tuning fork with a fucking no l. you know what that none of that none of what happened to him was his fault i know at all know. so how dare you how, are you victim blaming right now i know right fuck, fuck tuning fork guy dude <laughs> How dare he had the most fucked up death too, and I'm like, God. I damn, don't know bro. about that. That entire like the Illuminati was that was. By the way, did y'all love how Baron Mordo just sort of like 
I don't, know who, I don't know who that is. Oh, either. he's the one who didn't die because he peaced out and hid. She would tell Edgy for his character. Um, the uh, one that the hates, one that was like yeah the one, the one that, that hates Doctor yeah, Strange yeah, yeah. the one who's his like they were the, enemies in the first yeah 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 the but yeah. the black guy yeah. yeah 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 but don't you disrespect <laughs> my man Black Bolt like that it's purely uh-uh. it's purely ignorance I promise dude he, Black Bolt's fucking badass so before we get like too yes, yes. ahead so I had like a brief period earlier this year where I spent like probably a full two weeks in watching the entire Marvel cinematic yeah, universe. Yeah. Oh, right. Um, and you, so I, I watched the original Dr. Strange. I hated it. I thought that it was really lame, honestly. Uh, however, I do love, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch as an actor and he was the one like that made it for me. But then I loved seeing him in the Avengers and Spider-Man. So I would like go as far as to say is like he's like one of my top three. Very nice. Um, so I was really looking forward to seeing this. And um, Cole and I were talking earlier today because we were actually going to um, allegedly sail the high seas to watch <laughs> this in time because we've just been really busy lately. But I, I told him, I said, hey, if we're going to go see this movie, you need to do your homework and you need to understand like why this is an important character. And you'll also see like why mm-hmm. I have like so much love for this character. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and Benedict Cumberbatch was another one of those perfect Robert Downey Jr. Castings, you know? Like, oh yeah. He was just... So, and that was, it's funny that you say that because that was one thing that I told Cole. Uh-huh. I said, um, now that Iron Man is gone, I see like, I see Doctor Strange as like the Iron Man of this like mm-hmm. type of generation of this type. phase. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like he's he's like the the older fellow that's like the teacher and like helping. Like he, yeah, just yeah, like totally. how uh, just like how uh, Iron Man was helping out Spider Man. Doctor Strange is now helping out Spider Man and yeah. another young uh, person. You know, like right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So real quick, please explain to me his powers okay so he's technically a normal dude like no. I, I, I see so, it like no he is he is not a normal dude is oh, it okay, okay if i do this one go right ahead okay. yeah please so in the first movie so he's a, a well surgeon like yeah. a well-renowned surgeon uh-huh. like the best that there could be gets in a really bad accident becomes somewhat paralyzed but like overcomes it to an extent but his hands like, are fucked up. Yeah, his like his, 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 yeah. So his grip and his hands just like never really heal. So some monk like meets up with him and he's like, oh no, he he uh, he uh, viewed a previously crippled person playing basketball, and he's like, whoa, like. I heard that this guy was like really fucked up and now he's fine. Like I want to, I'll have what this guy is having. Mm -hmm. So he seeks out these monks that are in some region and they're like, or he goes to them and he says, Hey, I, I will have what he's having. Yeah. And they're like, no, like there's no way like Mm -hmm. you, you can't do it. It's impossible. He (laughs) doesn't take no for an answer. So he, he seeks out the teachings in this, what's a group of monks called? monastery yeah so he seeks out this monastery and like learns their teachings and stuff being buddy buddy kind of with the like the sorcerer supreme and she's she's like kind of been like the one that's like denied the bald-headed the the jada pinkett smith looking lady yeah yes. tilda swinton yeah. yes that Who, one for some inexplicable reason was a white person yeah <laughs> yeah so uh, she was the witch in narnia wasn't yeah. She? yeah 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 the new one yeah 
so was she white in that one too? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, she wasn't. So I don't know. She like is like a big like weird like ha you know like type of character where like she was like uh like tearing him down the whole way but also was like a huge part in like mm-hmm. him being who he is now. Mental. Well she kind of had to cuz yeah. he was so cocky and full of himself so mm-hmm. that was kind of like which is why another reason why i compare him so much to iron man mm-hmm. because yep. uh he had to get broken down before mm-hmm. he could you know he had exactly. to humble himself before he could right be... and to, and to an extent uh both iron man and dr mm-hmm. strange are somewhat cripples you know like they they rely a ton on like what their like heroic like ability is i guess mm-hmm. so anyways yeah so he ends up learning all of this like sorcery stuff and Mm -hmm. then he played like a huge part in figuring out like how to defeat thanos and stuff Uh and then yeah that's so so he he uses magic but he 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 has like an extra he uses magic but it like something in him like has it like he's very prone to he has a natural talent for it Mm -hmm. like wanda but obviously not nearly to the same extent right well and like it's it's different forms of magic you know like it's witchcraft versus sorcery yeah yeah. so so another thing that hoes are mad about is the fact that wanda's the bad guy here and if you guys remember like when the trailer first broke out and we were talking about how there is no big bad announcement your boy eddie lion was like it's wanda so i want to point out Wanda is another, like, my top three, like, characters in this uh, universe. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. But I want to point out that Wanda has never been a good person or a hero. Even in the comics. She's a very tragic figure. Mm -hmm. And she, she just, she gets so overwhelmed by the limitlessness of her power. And when you come up against a traumatic experience... She just doesn't have the tools to not give in to, well, I can fix this. I can do whatever the fuck I right. want. You know, she's she's a very she she acts a lot out of like selfishness mm-hmm. and stuff. Very um, impulsive. And kind of like dissecting her, but also like my own like love for her. I think I have a really big thing for like the anti-heroes. Mm-hmm. I could list off a whole bunch, but I'm not going to waste anyone's time with that. But I think that that's like exactly what she is. And I think that's what she always has been. Well, not only has she been an anti-hero, but she's, she's predominantly a villain. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. she's ambiguous. It seems. Yeah. So let's, let's specify this. So what hoes are mad about with her is not just that she's the villain. It's specifically that, Oh, well, WandaVision redeemed her. And you completely erased all of that by making her the villain. But it really no, didn't. To that, it, I think it, it if it did anything, it added character development and like well, yeah. understanding to her story. There wasn't a happy ending to like, WandaVision. No. no, she knows she's not doing the right thing. And just because she happened to do the right thing at the end of the WandaVision series doesn't mean mental health good we're all set let's Mm -hmm. fucking do this hero time go Mm -hmm. like she was so that yeah that like angela said that ending was super tragic for her not only did she lose her husband again by doing the right thing at the end of the series she also lost these two children that she created out of 
pure grief, pure unadulterated grief. Right, because she's she created these children as a like you know like this is what my life would have been like had yeah. you know Vision not died. And so, like, I'm sorry, her psyche at the end of the series is even more broken than it was when she created the town. It's rocky. And enslaved everybody. Yeah, it's rocky at best. So, fuck you, she's not redeemed. Yeah. Second, on top of all of that, she gets the Darkhold from Agatha. Yeah. And the Darkhold has a dark hold on people. That's right. That's right. I mean, as if it was needed, but... You know, the Darkhold corrupts its user, and, I mean, I'm sorry, she's already broken as fuck. It didn't need to do much. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. So, that's that's an absolutely ludicrous argument, because, uh, like, not only are people saying, well, like, how dare you, you erased all that all that series and, and her redemption, they're even going to the point of saying it's illogical to yeah. have done that, and it's bad storytelling. Um, okay, No. Think about a time in your life, if you've had it, where you've had just absolute grief and then tell me that it didn't make sense that she still struggled with it after one single time of doing the right thing. Yeah. Well, it just yep. turns out that you have to, like, turn your fucking brain on to understand, yeah. like, reasons on why people do the things that they do. Yeah. It's, like, yeah, it's too watch. Watch that fucking scene of her listening to her kids. Like, she's just barely taken over that body. And she's like, the kids are like, mom, where are you going? You know, and she's like crying. She's like immediately crying because she's like, holy fuck, I've waited so long just to hear those mm-hmm. words. You know, it's like watch that fucking scene and tell me that she's not a compelling character. Oh, yeah. Like and not only that, like this uh, a, a little while ago, I had a little bit of an unhinged rant about Call of Duty and uh, killing children. I won't go into it because it's fu- it's you know, you can go listen to it. But I criticized it pretty heavily about like it not wanting to show its reason it mm-hmm. not wanting to show why this is a big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. You know, you pussyfoot around it. You know, you imply this movie doesn't fucking imply this movie like she's fucking psychopath like she's a psychopath and she's 100 percent acting out of selfish interest. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I I would take that over Ultron. I would take that, you know, and I and I know that Thanos had like a, a large amount mm-hmm. of character development as well. So I wouldn't categorize it. Yeah, it's it's more like just these fucking nameless ass fucking villains that it's not just a superhero thing. It's like a it, it, this is a, a storytelling thing. Like, give us fucking villains that we can actually care about. That's like, that's why Griffith fucking rocks so much ass is because he is a fucking good character. You believe in the things that he's saying. So when that betrayal does come, it's fucking real and it hurts. Like the reason why Wanda fucking murdering all these people in front of you hurts the way that it does is because you're, you're kind of getting betrayed a little Mm -hmm. bit. But it's a story writing tactic. It's a, you know, it's part of writing. It's gut punching. Well, yeah. And that's, and to me, like Wanda is one of the absolutely most interesting characters that the cinematic universe has, has gone into because it's just a masterclass in grief and helplessness and hopelessness and doing all of the wrong things to cope and just especially with the dark hold it, she, it just gets to the point where i mean in the movie when was it 
Wong that was talking to her about like, you, like, look at what you're doing. Like, what about those kids' parents? Yeah, what, about what about those? What about, the what about, about the their Wanda? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and she's to the point now where she's like, I give zero fucks. I'm going to do it anyway. I want my, like, kid. this is, I, I realize I understand what I'm doing. And I like, like you could see it and hear it. Like she knew what she was doing was absolutely wrong, but this is the only thing that in her mind, because of just how broken she is, that is going to fix it yeah. again. Think about it. Think about why she would want to do that. Like, oh, it's an infinite amount of universes where these kids exist and I'm yeah. just going to take over one. Yeah, I'm only going to take over one. No one will fucking ever know, but I'm only going to do one. Dude, if I ever lost my kids and had the opportunity to fucking take over a universe. That's what I'm saying. It's like you can't really to, to say that it's bad writing is just fucking it's being facetious. Like you're being a fu- you're, you're just being a douchebag because like it's not it's far from bad writing. It's writing a compelling reason to not only hate the antagonist, but also like sympathize and realize mm-hmm. that. The world is complicated and full of very, very strange emotions that we have no idea how to fucking handle, even if you are a fucking god. Yep. So one thing that I I think I can understand, like, with the hoes that are mad, <laughs> um, would be, like, and Eddie and Derek, this is a question for you guys. Where does this leave us with Wanda? Like, is she dead in the water? Like, what oh, are God, we doing no. at this point? Not a, no, 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 no. I was going to no. say, there's, there's no way she's dead. Because there, there is, like, some wor- worry in my heart that, like, a beloved character okay. of mine is gone. So, so let's let's talk about House of M for yes. a minute. <laughs> so this, is, this is where I so want it to go so badly. M? The yeah, House, House of, of M. M? Yes. For, like, mutants? Yes. Okay. So, I, I want this to turn out because like of course at the end of this movie wanda pretty much gives in and goes fuck all right you're right i be fucking up yeah and and so i want this to turn into her continuing the arc of sort of hopelessness but hopelessness against her own powers which will then turn her into going well you know what i can't control my powers I know other people can't control their powers. So nobody gets No one any. gets powers. So she she removes every mutant's power. Yeah. Okay. And so, okay, wait. I'm so, like, I'm getting, I'm tingling right now. <laughs> okay, so I want to pause just for a second. We're going to go back just for a moment. You know, we were talking about how, like, she, like, doesn't really have, like, this, like, heroic arc where, like, she, like, allegedly did the right thing and then, like, that's where she... That's the new her, right? Is mm-hmm. like this good person. Uh, however, at the end of the movie, she does sacrifice herself mm-hmm. to end the dark hold in all the universes, right? Which I mean is a good thing, right? Because right. I mean it's dark, you know. Like, so she's not dead after that. Then, oh no, like no, there's. I mean, I I don't think she is. No, because first of all. But I mean, there's obviously they verses. They clearly left that to not interpretation, but they left it ambiguous. Ambiguous, mm-hmm. yeah. Ambiguously gay. <laughs> Duo. Yes. Got him. <laughs> Hell Hell got him. Um, <laughs> fucking got him. Ambiguously gay. Duo. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, she. Yeah. It definitely. Don't sue us, please. Yeah. <laughs> 
it definitely leads to House of M. Yeah. Like, this is the point where Wanda can be like, just like how Derek said, like, I know I'm having a hard time with my powers and I can see through through my, you know, dream walking that all these other people with powers have a problem with it. Well, and, and that's what Wanda has such a hard time with is nuance. She she has a hard time not seeing things in black and white. So like she's just going to go from from this happened. I couldn't control myself to, you know what? Get rid of all of it. No one can have it because some, some shit's going to go down and it'll be my fault if I don't get rid of it now. I have no other choice. If a House of M happens in the MCU, we're, we're reading the comic books. Yes. Like that, that's, that's what really? we're manifesting. Really? Like other people disagree. Other people don't think House of M is going to happen. But God, if it but, doesn't, I will cry. A lot right, of people said Secret Invasion wasn't going to happen I know, either. And I, man, I was so excited when I saw that news break. Well, <sighs> and it sounds like if it doesn't happen, then Wanda's character is dead. Yeah, basically. yeah, pretty much. Like, there, like I mean, you can bring her back for whatever, like it, for the next big bad fight. It wouldn't be worth bringing her back. This is, this sounds like next phase to me. This I would, sounds like a. I don't think it'll of, be soon. Yeah, yeah, no, it this, sounds like next phase. Yeah, this, yeah. this is phase five shit for sure. Yeah. Like mid, mid phase five. Like, I'd be totally ignorant to how these things work. That's just how it seems. Like the the ambiguous nature of how they ended Wanda's arc right. in this in this movie seems like, hey, she's going night night mm-hmm. for a little bit. She's gonna go live with them boys. <laughs> People were saying that this should have been rated R. Yeah. So <laughs> this is a moment where I'm going to be like devil's advocate-ish. Mm-hmm. So I can see why people think that it should be. However, the Conjuring movies are PG-13, are they not? Yeah, but it's... Uh, the, the problem here is that Marvel has created a name for itself being... Clean, family-friendly. Well, not even that, but like pretty uh skirting the line ish in terms of like what's appropriate and what's not um like obviously there's death and there's taboo topics and everything like that but there's never anything like to the same level that we see in this movie yeah whereas i can understand if i took my kid you know like if i if i have like some kind of restrictment uh i mean that's that's why restriction did you say restrictments restrictments i don't know what the fuck that's why the pg-13 rating exists because well, you shouldn't be well, bringing this, the, in your nine year old. Let me let me, let me finish what I'm saying. Like, I can understand that if a family went in there and it's like a, a family that has like restrictions on what their kids are watching and they're trying to monitor it and shit. Because like, there's a lot of fucking shit out there, especially with the internet. God, it's got to be fucking hard to be a parent in these days. Like, I can understand that when you go into a Marvel movie, it's like, oh, the last Doctor Strange movie was a pretty good superhero fun-filled romp. But then you get into this movie with this director, with this unsettling tone, which I think that's like the best way to put it. Well, and I think the tone is really what people had the problem with. But it's unset it's unsettling. So, so it's like you get kids in there that are like five, six, seven, eight, all the way up to ten years old. I was a gigantic pussy when I was a kid. This movie would have fucking terrified oh, me yeah. as a kid. So it's like I, I totally get it. Yeah. I don't understand the R rating. I really don't get that at all. But like this is one of those times where it's like the the obscure nature of the marketing 
didn't really show what this movie entail. And I see that right. as a positive. I see value in that because I see this as very surprising. There's mm-hmm. surprising right. moments in this. Yeah, no, there were there were quite a few moments where like my jaw was on the floor. Oh, yeah. I was like, wow. And then I was like, oh yeah, the this director made the fucking ev- the right. remake of Evil Dead. You know, like this is amazing. Like, mm-hmm. hello. But I mean, movies have been doing this shit for fucking well, years. Yeah. Like, year, Jaws was a PG movie. Raiders of the Lost Ark was a PG movie. And like, let's be real, Jaws was more gory than this. Right. Fucking uh, so, Critters 2 was a PG-13 yeah. movie, bro. Like, yeah. I mean, there's a list that like, I mean, you could fuck The Dark Knight uh, was a PG-13 movie. Like, so let's think about the gore that's in this movie. Because the most we get on screen, right? Because we like we don't see Captain Carter get cut in half, but we do see the blood afterwards. It's implied. Right? Mm-hmm. And other than that, we we get Black Bolt's head exploding under his cowl. Tuning fork guy. Tuning fork guy. Bitch ass made motherfucker. You Bro. put some hey, fucking respect, respect on fucking Black Agarbolt's name. On, on, on you son of a guy. bitch. Yes. Oh my um, god. So yeah, we had we Tuned had that. But that was. But again, we that had was, that moment. Even that was implied because it was under the cowl. You. I mean, there was movement, obviously, but and it was under the cowl. Yep. And then so. We what, had, what, what else? We had some blood on Wanda. Uh-huh. Um, very, very Evil Dead esque. Like yeah. the, the 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 freaky woman mm-hmm. chasing. Oh my gosh, fucking loved it. We had we had some robots and, ripped in half. And then we also had undead Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. which was so well that done. Was, and that was so, the dopest shit. So Sam Raimi. So but like, you. but that was it. That was it. Don't no 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 no. What what what? Don't fucking forget, my boy. The guy at the beginning, the squid uh, cyclops guy. Oh, the eye! There's a the, lot. Of, there's a lot that, of blood in that scene that, where he oh, gets yeah. like tentacles cut off, and then like a very, very detailed retina fucking being pulled out of its eye socket with the very beautiful pop. Like yeah, disgusting I mean, when I pop. saw that, that was one of those moments where like my jaw like was like, whoa. Well, that's I was like, okay, that's I can, true. I can see where people are coming from with, but the it's gore. also a CG monster gore as opposed to a human. Don't be a bitch. So, human being gore. Like, don't um, be yeah, a bitch. Yeah. yeah. So, and that also reminded me uh, the beginning of the movie, the uh, alternate universe, uh, Doctor Strange gets like his leg, like a hole blown in his leg, and it ends right, up dead. Right, also. Right. So yeah, I mean, like there there were definitely some gore elements, right? But, but that was more like unsettling blood. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it was it was unsettling. Yeah, yeah, it was. Just, oh, but yeah, that's and that's exactly what I was saying. Like on on what you were saying earlier, Cole. Uh, just like I think the the unsettling nature, like the 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 not ambiance, but the oh. um, the tone. I think that's what people wanted it rated R for. And that's stupid as fuck. I'm sorry, but that's stupid as fuck. It is stupid as fuck, but it's like, it's not the way it's like, it's, it's, it's a much darker tone. What's a shocking moment where it's like, Okay, here's a director that's a little outside of the box. It reminds me a lot of like James Gunn and what James Gunn mm-hmm. did with the Suicide Squad, where it's like, okay, this man's obviously has fucking range. Like he can go and make something fucking dope, like the Guardians of the Galaxy, and then he can turn around and make something that's like totally irre- off the wall, irreverent and yeah. fucking like off the wall. Like you said, like it's 
that tone is there that and it's like there's got to be a better fucking word for it besides tone but that's exactly what it is it's the way that he directed this movie with an unsettling tone it's supposed to be that way because it's supposed to be fucking freaky dude yeah like it's i mean i you so, can't have these moments of like high tension emotion like what we're feeling with Wanda. Right. you can't have that and not expect a serious tone oh yeah i mean like this this movie I don't want to say requires, but it really does kind of need that tone to for it to make sense. You yeah. you can't have like a, a Guardians of the Galaxy feel to a movie like this. Mm-hmm. Like that's not going to work. It's just it's going to fall flat. Mm-hmm. So on top of that, there was a little bit of like bodily gore, I guess, which can also kind of like go with what we were discussing where uh, one that stood out to me a ton was when Wanda basically like unfolded herself coming out of the portal. It was very like Pennywise, uh, Grudge, Evil Mm -hmm. Dead-esque. But there were also like a few jump scares as well. Oh yeah. Right. Which I very much enjoyed. And I think that a lot of people hate jump scares because they feel like they're cheap. I like that like adrenaline, you know? Like if, if it's, if there's nothing else to the substance other than jump scares. Okay. I get that. Exactly. But like, but no, you got like, that's, you got to have some in there. Like that's part of the fun. It is. It's kind of a skill to do a jump scare. It's definitely a skill because you have to have like the right amount of tension. You have to have the right amount of buildup. You have to have like perfectability and like perfect, like uh, sound quality along with like the scare itself. That's why fucking hereditary is so fucking scary to me is because like it's so unpredictable and there's how it no... does its jump scares. Right. Yeah. Like this movie does kind of fall victim to that stuff, but I do I I think it works with the tone because it's mm-hmm. like it's it's evil dead, dude. It's like silly seriousness where it's like Dude, you can't tell me that a giant eyeball being ripped out of its eye socket with like this juicy, juicy pop <laughs> is not fucking cartoonish. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. It's the yeah, same thing. Totally. It's uh, fucking Doom Eternal got a lot of shit for that because the the caca demon, the mm-hmm. floating fucking balloon demons with the one eye, mm-hmm. that's an execution that you can do in the game, and it does the same exact thing. It's like the you know, like the yeah. very cartoonish fucking pop, and it's like toned, mm-hmm. toned. One thing that I want to discuss now is the, like, super interesting, like, cameo kind of, I guess, like, with, like, the the multiverses and, like, we've got, like, Professor X. We've got so-and-so from Fantastic Four. Uh, we've also got... Okay. Uh, and then I, what's his bucket? And so, who's her face? You so, are adorable. Listen. I love that. John Krasinski looked so fucking out of place yeah, no, 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 no. in he that group of, of people. Bro, when I tell you that he is my Mr. Fantastic, he is my fucking Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. To me, he looked so good you know what can i be can i be hose mad for just a second yeah. though yeah, go ahead. about about that character i'm sorry there is no earth in the multiverse where reed richards one of the smartest men alive says some dumb shit tell tips wanda off to fucking black bolt's powers that never is gonna happen i'm sorry R- reed richards is the smartest man in the world as far as fucking the marvel universe. intelligence scientific intelligence even like, like he is he is 
even engineering. Yeah, creme de la fucking creme, bro. Like clever. The yeah, the fact that he let some stupid shit off like that, that that was a hose mad moment for me too. Oof. What mouth? (laughs) Anyways, so one thing that I wanted to ask a question about Captain Carter. Mm -hmm. Yes. Is the alternate version of Captain America with a British flag on the well, yeah. right yeah because because right. captain carter is british is, U- is from the uk but it's what's her name carter who was captain's girlfriend yeah agent carter so that's who it is yeah, right yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. okay mm-hmm. so in in an alternate universe specifically in the what if mm-hmm. arcs of the comic books they propose the question what if uh, Agent Carter was the one to and, take the super, and that was the serum. that was the well, first episode would... of the the miniseries yeah, yeah, yeah. on Disney, right? Yeah, it was. Okay. And by the way, can I can I just say, she was fucking stacked, and I'm fucking here for it. You right. know who else? Cole like coomed so hard <laughs> for Rachel McAdams. Yo, oh dude, dude she's so always. fucking fun. She's, she's got an oh, ass like always. an onion, and it makes me want to cry. It's <laughs> fucking so ridiculous, bro. It's so, dude. And it's just don't like, start peeling layers. That motherfucker's so stacked in this fuck, dude. Yeah, like uh, what? What's her name? Uh, I don't know the actress's name. Olsen. Elizabeth. Uh, Olsen. Elizabeth yeah. Olsen. Absolutely fucking beautiful. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Seriously, gorgeous. one of the most gorgeous women. And when she, when when Angela told me that it was one of the Olsen. Okay, we don't. I was like, hey, I was like, stop. Whoa. We don't talk about that. That is like a really like nasty thing that you don't talk about in like what? Well, no, it was just kind of like a like a oh fuck they have a, a younger sister, and they didn't end up she didn't end up fucked up. <laughs> That's what. I mean, it, they did it to themselves. Yeah, I, like, like I, suck my fucking dick, dude. I don't give a shit about your fucking rich person problems. Fuck I know, off. right? Elizabeth Olsen is what the Olsen twins would have looked like, exactly. Had they not been coke addled, had they had they not Macaulay Culkin to themselves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like the the first half of the movie was me being like crazy over her, and then as soon as Rachel McAdams Eliz- yeah. from the Elizabeth Olsen, I was like, will probably oh, which is so my heart. Yeah, it's so funny because my dad has a huge fucking crush on I, Rachel McAdams, too. I pointed it out to him. I'm like, <laughs> you know, this is like the guy that your dad also coom- or this is the this is the woman that your dad also cooms for. I don't know, man. It's it's, it's good. Good looking woman. So let's Great. let's talk more about about the uh, the Illuminati. Because- also, one really quick, funny thing that I wanted to point out. Uh, the whole uh, anti woke SJW crowd that would that would have gotten pissed over the whole two moms thing, um, they turned Captain America into a girl in this movie, and then they fucking killed her like twenty minutes later. So you know, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Yeah, right. For real. Okay, so because the the Illuminati was so exciting for I know Eddie and and myself, like that that shit was just bro. Mwah. I was literally. I, I, I was with my lady partner. I took her to see it, who also loved the movie and has seen maybe bits and pieces of each of them. Nice. Right? It's like I'm holding her hand in there and I'm trembling. Oh, I did like, the same I am, to Misty. I am visually trembling as each one of these characters is showing so, up. It's so, well, I mean, not while those characters were showing up, but like there were a few like nods here and there. And I, I, I hit Cole and I'm just like, that's what this means. This And he's just like, okay. So, so it, the Illuminati. We'll who, get into who, the cast right you, after. Who do you want to talk about first? 
Let's talk about Reed Richards. Okay. Uh, <laughs> John Krasinski as Reed Richards, a.k.a. Mr. Fantastic, uh, leader of the Fantastic Four. Stretchy guy. Uh, <laughs> oh, for fuck's Fuck off! His arms can stretch really far, Yes, right? yes. Whose arms can stretch... <laughs> He gets he gets that he died. He got he, he like unraveled yeah, he like was fucking unraveled. rubber. That was fucking dope. Oh god, that made my eyes itch, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it was funny because like also uh he, when when they said the word Illuminati, I thought they were being funny. Yeah, I, I did they too. Were being like, I was I was like, expecting Jay-Z and Beyonce to walk shit, out. Like, yeah, that's uh, it's exactly no. fucking throwing up the rock. <laughs> yeah, that's how fucking ignorant. Yeah. Cause yeah, cause they're like the Avengers or Shield, and then they're like, no, we're, we're, they were the we're the cheeky. Illuminati." Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought too. No, yeah, tell dude, me what it is? Yeah, no, fucking Reed Richards, one of the smartest men in 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 the world, uh, leader of the Fantastic Four. I mean, John Krasinski honestly is perfect for this role. See, it took me so off guard. That dude's I, got some range too. I mean, I will say the the old uh, was it Fox. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fox. The old, I, and I forget his name, but the guy who played Reed Richards in that one. Jimmy, will you look up that name for me real quick? Um, he, to me, he was a perfect clean cut Richards. This one is, uh, you know, a perfect, like, battle worn Reed Richards. Giga Chad. Uh, he's been through <laughs> some shit. He knows. He, has, he, he has. knows. He's been humbled several times. He yeah, knows what for the real. fuck. Damn. He's doing. Wanda really said. Do they? Do your kids still have a like a mom? And then says, "Good, they'll still have a parent at home after yeah. I fucking murder you." Pretty yeah. fucking savage, dude. I don't know how I'm, how to say this. E, Eowyn Grufford, Grufford, that's Reed Richards in the old gotcha. Fantastic Four movie. Watch it be like Owen. Yeah, it's just a fucking white person or Ian, with a silent O. I mean, like it could just it could just be Yoan. Yoan too. Uh huh. But kind of Jedi bullshit is this? Um. But yeah, no. Like John Krasinski is a is a perfect you like, know grizzled. grizzled. Yeah. yeah. You guys are know, right? so cringe. That was that was cute as fuck. <laughs> you do it again. <laughs> you owe me a coke. I'll, I'll give you a lot more than that. Oh, hey. <laughs> hey. But yeah, so yeah, Reed Richards was was fantastic. Get it? <laughs> yes, I see it. I see it. Um, so, uh, any hope for a, a separate? I'm hoping. Fantastic I really am hoping. Like if this, if like if this is the kickoff for their new Fantastic Four, I'm they're sh- on I, the right fucking track. I'm sure track. it is. They're I'm on sure the right fucking. Track. How great would it be if it was Jenna Fisher? It was. Well, I mean, it was. In a, it was in a different universe. I know. You know, they give could, me Jenna Fisher. They've, 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 Storm. they've oh got. Oh my god! They've got so many universes so i mean they can't you, you think they're gonna do a jim and pam thing and then and then <laughs> and then, and then, and then michael scott human torch <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta make and, then, and, and dwight as the thing, dwight as the thing. <laughs> day fucking one bro i would pay a million dollars to watch that movie i am a carbon polymer um <laughs> so no, it this... doesn't come off so I mean, <laughs> this doesn't like count uh, like Deadpool out from like. Oh no! Absolutely oh, no, not! Uh, yeah. Absolutely not! Um, who else did we get? We got Maria Rambo as Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Captain yeah. Marvel. I don't. I can't remember the actress's name in that. But in the in the comics, she takes up the mantle. Yeah. Of Captain Marvel, so it's not far off that she was there. Baron Mordo. Yep. Played by Chiwetel Ejiofor. I mean. Bitch ass Mordo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Baron Mordo's dope. And honestly, I 
even before we had the podcast, I, you know, I speculated before, you know what I mean? Like, but I, I always said like, she would tell Edge of would be the best Carl Mordo, mm-hmm. you know, his name's Carl. Yeah. With a K. Imagine having a, fu- oh, well, I guess the K kind of makes up for it, doesn't it? It makes it a little edgier. Yeah. <laughs> we got, of course, Haley Atwell as Captain Carter. Yep. And the motherfucking goat, Dude, bro. when I heard that fucking stinger, the da na 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 I was like, you motherfuckers. What a rad-ass fucking way to introduce the character, dude. Fucking Professor Charles Xavier chair in, and all. In the 90s X-Men cartoon chair. I was, I was gonna ask, yeah. Yes. I was w- gonna ask. I was like, what in fucking 80s yes. gold fucking fantasy it's, is he uh, in this fucking thing? That, that like right in the childhood man just uh, bro the 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 subtle brain waves yeah when he gets into her oh. fucking head bro yes oh like i'm like i got fucking goosebumps bro. and then <laughs> she fucking breaks his neck oh my yeah. god bro. oh i was like don't you fucking so touch I, him so i knew like i i was like like in my heart i was like everyone right here is going to die there's no oh, yeah. shot and, well, then he and, it was, and it was so early in the movie, of course. That, yeah. yeah, they were gonna fail miserably. And I, I was like, see, like my little nerd child heart was like, don't you fucking touch him. Yeah, Wanda Maximoff, you leave him alone right now, and she fucking killed him, and I, my heart sank into my ass. Yeah, it, I was it, like, it sucked pretty bad when uh, Walmart brand Steve Jobs got his next. <laughs> that, that really it, did it feel like super weird that he was like up and walking though in her brain? No, because he I, does he does that's that. That's what he does. Yeah, he does that in just, when he felt, invades people's yeah. brains. Did you watch the the old X Men movies? A long, long time. They're pretty what bad. Was, but what was like, his? Uh, alter ego from the the um what's that plane called never mind i'll have to look it up mm. i mean he he does that like he he does he does do that there is that alternate world where he's just up and walking well and he's like this big fucking huge thing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i honestly charles xavier like i knew he was coming mm-hmm. like i knew he was there yeah. all of the signs had pointed to that everyone had already speculated but the moment he fucking came out, yeah. I fucking cooned. Yeah, <laughs> like, like the, the the second that like there were like alluding that like the big guy wasn't there yet, I was like, it's gonna be fucking Professor X. Mm-hmm. You already know, and like it was, and I, and that just and that just fills my heart because mutants are fucking coming. Yes, and to skip backwards because we went we skipped over him, uh, the Inhumans. Yes, yes. Black Bolt, tuning fork guy. So, the Inhumans are dope as fuck. Yeah, and yeah. like, oh god. So we had this the Inhuman series, right? That was just garbage, like panned by everyone. I actually watched the whole thing, and I, I mean, I liked it. Like it, the CGI was definitely not great. Some of the actors were a little subpar. What are you talking about? The, the, the Inhuman. Inhuman series. Oh, okay. Um, what was that even on? I don't even remember. I, I was going to say, I don't... But we got the same actor who played Black Bolt from the series in nice. this movie playing okay. Black Bolt. Nice. But... I love it when they do that. Yeah, I, I do too. But it's it was just... super dope because in the series, he didn't have the comic accurate costume. Yeah, he didn't. It was it's it's just it, it was just beautiful to see that. It was such a love letter mm-hmm. to fans. It really is. 
so definitely i i like seeing the illuminati was 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 way cool i think that 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 was just a nice little Mm -hmm. touch to everything so yeah oh yeah so i have a few questions was there like this much i guess like gore and like horror-esque in the comic I mean, there there's some, you know well, what I mean. Marvel Zombies definitely has a fuck ton. Well, and Doctor Strange is is, you know, Doctor a, Strange. It's gonna yeah, it's have a, lot like a lot more on like the magic and and the dark forces and witchcraft and so, so it's yeah, not super out of pocket. That, no, like that it was like this. Then. No, not at all. Mm-mm. Okay, no. I mean, let's let's hit up the cast just really quick benedict cumberbatch as dr stephen strange elizabeth olsen as wanda maximoff the scarlet witch chiwetel ejiofor baron mordo benedict wong as wong zochi gomez as america chavez rachel mcadams as dr christine palmer jet klein and julian hilliard hillard as tommy and billy maximoff which is cool that they brought the kids back mm-hmm. from the TV show. Oh, yeah. Michael Stuhlbarg as Dr. Nick West, Haley Atwell, Captain Carter, Anson Mount as uh, Black Bolt, Black Agar Boltagon. Mm-hmm. That's his full name. Lashana Lynch, that's who plays uh, Maria Rambo's ah. Captain Marvel. John Krasinski as Reed Richards, Patrick Stewart as Professor Charles Xavier, Charlize Theron. Oh, yes. Yes. That's who it was. As Clea. Who the, shows up the in the mid credits scene? Yeah. Who, by the way, um, in the comics, is a long-standing sort of off-again, on-again romance with Doctor Strange. Ends up being his wife at the most yeah. part. She, so she is his partner. Well, his student partner wife. You know. Hell yeah, Doctor Strange. Nice. Get that strange, nice. Doctor Strange. We get Bruce Campbell as Peter yeah. Papa, which was such a good cameo. Good oh, yeah. call on that. I mean, a good cameo, a great callback with him not being able to control his extremities. Mm-hmm. Like fucking fantastic. And um, I didn't even put that together. God oh really? <laughs> fucking so good. And Ross Marquardt as uh, the Ultron robot. Wait, who's that? Uh, Ross Marquand? Yeah. Uh, he is... Uh, like, I know I know the name. I just, for some reason, I'm, I can't place it right now. Uh, he was in The Walking Dead for a couple of seasons. He was Red Skull in Infinity War. Right, right. Who did he play in The Walking Dead? He was Aaron in The Walking Dead. He was in, like, the third season. Wait, so, w- which one is Aaron? He's the one where, when they get to Alexandria, he's the one that's, like, completely against Rick being there. See, we we fell off like right around there. Oh, um, that's way further than season three, though. That's like season six. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So Alexandria is like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. right. You're right. You're right. He played Ultron in the What If series. What else is he in? You have a picture of him up on yeah. right there. Okay. Yeah, he Just does. He does. A, he does. Once a, he, once you see him, you'll be like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. that's fucking like, yep, red uh-huh. skull. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Yep. He does like a lot of like celebrity impressions yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. That was pretty cool that they brought him back, even oh, for yeah. just that like two second mm-hmm. role. Yeah. Can I can I say one person who I'm pleased as shit wasn't in the cast? Who? Fucking Ultimate Iron Man. Oh, Superior. Or superior. Iron. Yeah, Superior Iron Man. Yeah, Superior Iron Man. Tom Cruise. Yeah, I'm I'm really 
glad Tom Cruise was not in this. I'm glad the fa- the fans raised enough of a stink. <laughs> I know for him not to be there. Like it so, makes. But, but why though? Like I don't understand. Like, Tom Cruise. He's like, such I don't like an Tom insufferable. Cruise Tom Cruise guy, is in the closet. He's such an insufferable, angry little moron. So are you telling me you're not going to go see Top Gun in no, theaters? No, no, no. Fuck no. Absolutely not. Nor he's, am I going to go see Mission Impossible. About a, 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 a homosexual man struggling with his... I love that fucking theory. <laughs> such a good take. Uh, so, he, yeah, he's still a Scientologist is what oh, yeah. I'm getting at. Oh, yeah. He's not a good person. He's just a fake as fuck person. Dude, and like, and I know people of all, you know, there are videos of people like uh, picking apart his behavior and everything, but man, his dead eyes are freaky as fuck. Yeah, he is 100% the thousand yard stare. It is so creepy. There is no fucking light behind those eyes and and just when (laughs) And just just when he like, when he smiles and laughs so maniacally with no joy behind those eyes. Like there is nothing <laughs> creepier in this fucking world than that. I am convinced Tom Cruise is a skinwalker. I think he's an alien. Well, look at the fu- alien. <laughs> That's what I was the, waiting for. That. Look at the fucking alien. show that he had to put on just to tell America that he loved Katie Holmes. Yeah. Oh, I know. He had huh? to jump and fucking scream, and it's like, okay. Like this, I still don't believe you. Like Mr. Cruise, you realize this is not normal human behavior, correct? Like, was it? do you, was did it you, do you need Oprah? additional lessons? Yeah. Because you fell off somewhere. <laughs> He's definitely inhuman. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm so glad he wasn't in that shit. Very, very fun cast. Very well put together cast. Oh, yeah. I, I have no problems with that. So is Stephen Strange now like an anti-hero? Like, uh, not. No. No, because he's he. Not only did he not use the dark hold very for a very short in time in a malicious way. He didn't not only did he not use it in a malicious way, it was destroyed. Yeah. Like the entire dark hold in itself so it, you know, and, releases the power. And he didn't you know, absorb America's powers. You know, he he didn't go that route. You know, he didn't he didn't do the well I'm going to do something evil for the greater good. Like he didn't end up doing that. So my follow up for that one thing we didn't mention when he he killed his alternate self by letting him fall onto that freaky fence Uh and uh, being impaled, which I mean would be another goal. That would be gory. Yeah. So his like third eye opens up and it's like Mm -hmm. super freaky. Like, cause like that's what the alternate him had. So that's why I well, ask if he's like the anti, an anti-hero now. Like, oh, did, no. was he seduced by the Darkhold? Well, I mean, in the comics, it's something that comes up every now and then. It's something that he uses when necessary, but it's not like something that's corrupting him that I recall. Yeah, I, I don't re- like I'm not too versed. It's on just Dr. like an Strange. additional sight. Mm hmm. We it's it's like it's like the eye of Agamotto. Yeah. You know what I mean? The the time stone that he had, you know, hidden in that charm. Mm -hmm. You know, take it out whenever it's needed. It's one of those like, I don't know, like break glass in case of emergency type deal. Right. Which is why he whips it out right before they go to fix that incursion. Incursion? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Incursion. Um, Because he's like, all right, 
Let's get this. It's like Wolverine whipping out his claws. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, some, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Mm, but yeah. um, something that the movie kind of uh, talks about a lot is like the idea of you know uh, most of the Doctor Stranges, like you know the different variants, have usually done something pretty <laughs> bad with that book. So mm-hmm. it's like, what makes what what gives us any kind of idea what that makes you won't do the our same. Steven any different. And you know, like obviously there's a there's a little bit of uh plot convenience. well, I don't really know if it's plot convenience, but it's like of course, you know, like this well, is the story that we're telling, so it has to be that's that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. He's cause he's our Doctor Strange. Well, yeah, and that's why, you know, I, I keep wanting to say the Pentaveret. <laughs> that's that's why the Illuminati is so scared of him, because you know. Their Doctor Strange got a hold of the book and fucked shit up. Yeah, so question. Uh, I didn't understand why they executed their Doctor Strange. Why? Because he used the book or what? So I don't because really he he doomed an entire universe. So about like, like nobody. So, so he, he got basically drunk on the power and was doing stuff that just sort of going off and doing shit willy-nilly didn't give a fuck about the consequences caused incursions and doomed worlds like world after world and was not willing to stop type of deal yeah Yeah. and and he was not willing to stop but he also like came clean about it too yeah he was like hey i've i've done some fucked up he's like i've got an addiction that was the only thing that i didn't really because there's a what if episode about like what if he did, like he uses the stones or something to bring back his lover or something. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, that's. I think that's what. Yeah, it was. that's the one where, where he and like mm-hmm. he eventually gets what he wants, but like he's destroyed literally fucking everything, mm-hmm. like all of the universes, and he has her like in his hands, and she's like, "You're fucking like you're a fucking monster because you look disgusting." Yeah. Well, and, and I love like, passes away anyway. I love the Doctor Strange Supreme, mm-hmm. the Supreme Strange. Mm-hmm. Like that was dope. That was such a cool fight. Like so, Misty. Like, you know how they, they do the, the musical notes fight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah so yeah. when it first started, Misty was like, oh, fuck, that's cool. And then after like 10 seconds, she was like, okay, I'm over it. Yeah, it, it was a <laughs> but, little long. I kind of felt that way too. But see, here's the thing though. Like, Dr. Strange, is, he's an accomplished pianist yeah. and musician. So it makes absolute sense for them to do that yeah. and you know as a musician i thought that was dope as absolute fuck. same same bro like when i saw that i was Too like cool that's fucking rad as shit dude yeah. yeah as someone who fucking loves music i i liked it like i liked the idea of it it was more uh but are you a musician <laughs> yeah so shut the fuck up no no, no um, i'm i'm not i'm not dismissing what yeah, it is for no. you guys i just it was like if i could fight with musical notes i would fucking do that shit all day every fucking i would find people to fight you jaywalked yeah yeah, yeah. that's it so what was your guys's favorite part of the movie i just loved like every sam raimi-esque evil dead moment that's where like that's where cole and i would like nudge each other and we're be like you remember that something like that happened you know like it it was just uh really cool to see that in the bit the most negative aspect for a lot of fucking people is what makes this movie good for me right uh small tangent uh played evil dead really good really yeah it's 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 more station uh, yeah. PlayStation? Yeah. It's more of a 
it's more of a MOBA than it is a three-on-one survivor type game. Interesting. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. it. I really didn't. You should check it out. I think you'll like okay. it. Um, my favorite part was uh, Zombie Strange. Well, see, I was gonna say the same thing, and I was gonna say like my favorite part was when <laughs> was it was America, right? That mm-hmm. was like, well, doesn't there have to be a a Doctor Strange living? there for you to to dream walk and he goes who said anything about living yeah he's like not necessarily living loved that like that i was like (gasps) well uh another thing he said was it's going to be a little bit more than dream walking yeah yeah and like it's so funny because uh i was sitting with my lady partner and like when he said those words like what do you mean like who says it has to be living we both look at each other and we're like zombie strange just to see his shambling ass corpse i fucking loved that whole thing you know to me he kind of looked like the zombie from hocus pocus yeah it was was pretty pg-13 zombie yeah that's that's the way that i saw it like it looked cool like i liked the uh like the, the the teeth showing through and uh excellent fucking uh cgi yeah, oh because, yeah like you can tell that they filmed everything like with him because his lips are like actually moving mm-hmm. but, like half of his fucking mouth isn't there but it's still kind of cool yeah. to see that level of detail where it's like no we're not we're not fading away to show we want you to see that like we spent the fucking big bucks to <laughs> mm-hmm. make this look as real as well, fucking possible and i i just love so much that you have this rotting corpse mm-hmm. trying to have a serious heart to heart. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was so fucking funny. That was brilliant. It was just like the best, like, way to, to undercut a serious moment with unstated humor. Like, mm-hmm. it was yeah. there on screen and didn't need to be like, like, for example, that, you know, the thing I hate most in the star Wars universe of anything like just how ridiculous Jar Jar Binks is and how over the top, like I'm trying to be funny. And, and they didn't, they, it was so understated and it was just beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Shout out the music. Music's pretty good. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But the music is always good. Danny Elfman, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I was gonna say. Was it? Yep. Yeah. It, I didn't see his name at all. It was in the credits. What, I remember. What isn't Danny Elfman? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it is very his style. Oh yeah. Uh yeah no very very good score just like this whole movie was just very well put together for something that looked like it was just gonna be another tired sequel. Mm-hmm. Like I fucking groaned when I saw the trailer for this at the end mm-hmm. of Spider Man. I yeah. was like, "Fuck you, dude!" Yeah, yeah. Like usually, like a little bit more than I usually have mm-hmm. with my Marvel movies. I'm like, "Did Doctor Strange get the fuck out of here, bro?" But now he's like one of your more favorites, right? So the actual <laughs> character of Doctor Strange, it's I I don't know. This is obviously very subjective, but like the the villains are where you get me, and you have a very compelling uh, antagonist type of person with Wanda, right? That has like I you know have said previously, like has very clear cut and very reasonable and believable uh, ends justify the means reasoning on what she's doing. So it's like I don't necessarily uh, don't like. Doctor Strange, it's more like um, 
Also, Benedict Cumberbatch is just fucking weird to me. I don't know. I know that this is just a me thing, but like his face fucking bugs me. I was just like, gonna no. I was literally gonna say he has a weird face. He's fucking weird, and I know that's a hundred percent on me. Mm-hmm. I know that, but like, it's more like I haven't found a Marvel superhero that I relate to in a way that like I could say that I have him in my top three or something like that. I don't feel very strongly about any of them personally. But, like, I'm not saying that it's not a possibility. I'm just saying, like, Doctor Strange is just, like, I like, like, his powers and everything. Like, his whole aesthetic is pretty cool. Um, I thought the cape was cringy as fuck until I saw, like, the utility of it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, this guy's just basically fucking Aladdin and he's got, like, a magic card. I, that's yeah. how I literally explained the cape to my lady partner. I was, like, <laughs> I was just, like... Well, the cape's like saving other fucking people. Yeah, exactly like, like the carpet in mm-hmm. fucking. I, the, that's exactly. I told her I was like, that's that's it's his carpet to his Aladdin, without like, uh, you know the, like over the top quirkiness or whatever. Right. Um. Overall ratings. I I mean like this is a top three Marvel movie for me. Yeah, I mean I'd because say, of I'd like tone and. And I know we've been saying that word a lot, but like it's it's so fucking refreshing to see something that like I saw is such a like a you know and I've been outspoken about this shit and I'm clearly in the minority with this shit, but like I can't tell you how pleasantly fucking surprised I am mm-hmm. over this movie. Yeah, you just you like, know what I mean. Well, like, with these like. I was right there with you, but what you got to do is you just got to give them a chance. Well, honestly. we're yeah, going to definitely I, continue your MCUcation. Well, and I think I think the thing about it too is that now that we're getting deeper and deeper into the Marvel pocket, we're getting a lot more diverse tones of movies. Like the first couple of phases they all really resemble each other in a lot of ways. Very, very cookie cutter. Exactly. And so now we're getting this branching out. You've got this dark ass Doctor Strange movie. You've got Thor Love and Thunder. Like that's going to be a totally different thing. You've got, you know, all of these other things coming out. You're going to have Punisher, which is going to be dark, but in a gritty like street thug sort of way. Like you're going to have all of these different branches of things kind of specializing with each of these characters. These movies are going to start catering to a lot more people. Yeah. And and I I'm I'm with it. Like I'm well, down for and it. And I think what it was too, especially in those first few phases where we're building toward the Avengers, I think they wanted it all to be very cohesive yes. in tone because yeah. you're building toward this one thing. And now that's gone. And so now we're kind of going, doing the same thing in reverse, where we're going into these individual characters in these individual worlds. And so now we can start tonally representing each one. Yeah. And with that will come the more diverse characters like America Chavez. Right. uh, uh, Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Yeah. uh, Miss Marvel. You know what I mean? Like Any good, by the way? Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Fucking great. Fucking amazing. That was so uh, good. uh, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. So good. Amazing, bro. Amazing. Ethan Hawke was fucking. Ethan Hawke was dope. He stole the show in that in that show for me. (sighs) I I mean, I loved him so much, but I like I can't stop. You know, like it's it's all about Moon Knight for me. Well, obviously, I yeah, mean, like yeah, he has that special place in your yeah. heart. 
But I mean, like, like Ethan Hawke was an amazing villain. Yeah. yeah, he was great. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely a, a five out of five for me. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I echo that. Yeah, for sure. Well, it is unanimous. Five out of five. Please go check out this movie. That concludes our talk on Doctor Strange. As always, you can follow us on social media. On Facebook at the Nerd Corporation, a podcast. On Twitter and Instagram at NerdCorp Podcast. Or you can shoot us an email at nerdcorppodcastgmail.com. And if you haven't already, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Search the Nerd Corporation and look out for our green NC logo. If you love us and want to support what we do, subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash nerdcorppodcast. Several tiers of loot to have access to from stickers and shirts to extra content and bonus episodes. We want to thank our nerd corporate backers, Glenn the Simp, Fillmore McLaurin, and Jake Hurst, and our nerd financial investors, Kim Nichols and Dallin Gilbert. Thank you, Mom. Thank you, Dallin. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Fillmore. We love you. Bort, bort. If you can't make a monthly contribution, consider supporting us on PayPal, paypal.me forward slash podcast. We want to have the best loot, give you the best giveaways, and give you the best nerdy experience, and that is the best way to do that. So, from all of us here at the Nerd Corporation, we thank you, we love you, and keep it nerdy, y'all. Get the fuck out of here. God bless. God bless.